Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Zone coming to you live from the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio. Oaklawn, Arkansas's only racing casino resort. Now, here's Justin Ankry and Wes Moore on the Buzz Radio Network. 20% luck, 20% skill, 15% concentrated power of will, 5% play, 10% luck, 20% skill, 15% need his name up in lights, he just wants to be heard, whether it's the beat of the mic, he feels so unlike everybody else alone, in spite of the fact that some people still think that they know, but no, he knows the code, it's not about the salary, it's all about reality and making some noise, making a story, making sure his click stays up, that and it's time to dive in, talk about Razorback. The Red White Report is brought to you by Big O Tires. With locations in Conway on Harkrider and in Cabot on Prospect Court. Big O Tires offers an endless selection of wheel and tire combinations. Big O Tires. They have everything you need to fit your budget and style. Uh, By the way, um, I gave Gary some kudos earlier for his great work and appreciate him. And I also want to tip my cap to our own Westmore, who is making his debut on the board. So, Wes, I appreciate the effort. It's uh, fun. it's a it's a cool challenge. It's, I'm love watching it. It's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Chris is helping me out. You know, there there are a couple questions I've I've uh, had, and he's here to back me up to make sure everything's running as smooth as possible. Well. Running the boards, is, it's not much different than what you were doing before. Just make sure you don't cuss on the air. You'll be fine. That didn't happen often. <laughs> no. No, not often. I think your cuss word came out yesterday. You were you were wound up. It's not as wound up as I was. I only so remember happens. one time Wes cussing, and it was yeah. a bird flew into the window. And oh, yeah. That word. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Well, listen, yeah, I think JW made a very salient point earlier. Uh, the the team, when it isn't going well, and it's the same thing week after week, we all get a little frustrated, and I turn into like a 12-year-old child, and I don't know how to use my words, so I stomp my feet in the form of uh, verbal abuse with dumb callers when they call in. So I apologize again. Um, how's there, that for a backhanded uh, apology? Anyway, the that point is... Yeah, it did, didn't it, Joe? Sorry for you having to listen to it. Arkansas and Ole Miss are playing two of the best shot-blocking teams in the country. Arkansas is third in the nation, six and a half a game. Obviously, they're not blocking near enough. And the Rebels are fifth at 6.4 per game. A couple of seven-footers for uh, Chris Beard. But the Hogs have had recent success, five games in a row, and nine out of ten against Ole Miss. Let's hope that continues tonight. You know what the difference is? What's that? Ole Miss has blocked shots... uh, is actually good defense. Ah. <laughs> Joe said that Arkansas is going to win tonight, so I feel pretty good about it. Um, what are the you know, odds? What would you give them, Justin? Chances of winning tonight? Give me a percentage. Chances are 20%. Yeah, I'd say 20. One out of five? The yeah. line's six. Yeah. So it's not horrible for a road game. No, I think it's the same as uh, the other night with South Carolina. It would not surprise me if Arkansas lost by 20 tonight. But it wouldn't surprise me if Arkansas was in this game to the very end and maybe pulled it off or only lost by lost by five. I think with this I think I think with, <laughs> I think with this team for the rest nice and I said it before the South Carolina game, I think they have to play well early. I think yes. it's a fragile team. I think it's a team that needs to get some mojo going and get some uh, reinforcement that I think they believe they can win, but being in the game or having a lead with eight minutes to go in the first half kind of reinforces that. You can kind of uh, see some positive things from that. But when they're constantly fighting an uphill battle, uh, I think it's it snowballs on them. So I'm very interested in the the first ten minutes of this game tonight. I think it's and for the rest of the year, I think it's imperative that they play well early in all the rest of their games because I don't think they have the the belief. They've been beaten down Confidence. so much and 
the things that haven't worked out that that they can come back. Arkansas started the A&M game six to nothing, and then went on a seven zero run a few minutes later. They led fifteen to three to start that game. Yeah, to your point. Yeah, I just let's hope we get some of that tonight. That'd be nice. Uh, one other note here from the Hill, unless you guys have anything else related, but uh, Talia Scott back to practice. That's good. Arkansas's young star the uh, leads the SEC, 22.3 points a game. Hadn't played since they lost on January 4th, so getting her back in will be awfully nice for Coach Neighbors. Yeah? She's a freshman, right? Yes. Yeah, that's yeah. tearing it up. Yeah, yeah. she's good. I've seen her. She's good. That's big. This team, I uh, looked last night, they've uh, suffered now six losses. Uh the other five losses, they came back with the win the next game. So they haven't had a losing streak this season. I think that says a lot about this team. And Coach Neighbors said it's a lot because of his older players, uh, Michaela Daniels, that's been around for a long, uh, a while. Sam Spencer, he said they've been through the SEC battles. They know how tough it is. And he feels like their leadership is what's helped them avoid losing streaks or coming back, ba- bouncing back from a loss to win the next game. It helps. I mean, it, and that's to your point. You said earlier, yeah, an I older mean, team with experience, you know, they they come off of a loss, no big deal. Maybe a younger team. And you had four guys back. South Carolina had four guys that played minutes for them back, and so bringing in older guys again, you have you have people there. You know, Arkansas they really brought back two guys. So I see Coach Kelly walking in. So let's get in one more question before. Uh, uh, Coach gets in here and we talk a little NFL. CD has a question for zone, or for Joe. CD, welcome to the zone. Good morning, guys. Hey, Joe, I just got a couple, couple of questions, or maybe just one. Sure. But I'm uh, hoping you can clear something up for me and for a lot of my friends because we've discussed this. And I've got it here on an article. Why have we been practicing against the assistants and the managers in our scrimmages? And that was that was before the Christmas break, and then after those beatdowns, then they started playing against, scrimmaging against full scholarship players. So, and they, according to this article, and I heard uh, Coach say that in an interview. You know, he's never scrimmaged against scholarship players the whole four years he's been here. Well, I don't. Yeah, well, and then I hear, and then I hear. Well, they scrimmage great, they play great, the competitive. It's just not uh, coming out to the game, and, and I don't. I'm confused. Either we're scrimmaging against right. each other, or we're not. Well, I, I think I'll shut up. I'll shut up. And no, wait. I think you know. Now again, I, I could be wrong here, but I think on a lot of times, what you do is, uh, and, and and they do this a lot of. Uh, you have a scout team. And you have a, a, a team that you might have graduate assistants or walk-ons or people, and they learn the other team's offense, and they learn the other team's tendencies. Uh, they spend great a lot of time learning those. You know, they'll spend an hour or two going over just so they can run, you know, eight or nine plays. Probably a lot, you know, Coach Kelly just walked in very similar to what football does. Uh, you have a scout team, so you're not playing good on good. You're because a lot of you you want a lot of your second teamers to be able to play against that offense as well. So, I mean, that would be the only reason, in my in my opinion, that you you're hearing that. I mean, I don't know that really in 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 during the year. In in a lot of major sports, I don't think you do a, a full on scrimmage because you're scared to death you're going to get somebody hurt. So you you don't want you don't want your better players going full out against guys who are competing full out. So I mean it's good and it's bad. I mean it's it's good from the standpoint of you're going over the you're you're using a scout team to go over plays. It's bad from the standpoint you're not being pushed and playing against somebody very, really, really good every day. But again, you want your second teamers to be able to play against the scout team as well. And you know, you play a lot of games. You're playing twice a week. Sometimes you know, two or three games in, in, a, in a week span. And you don't want to waste your legs or again 
jeopardize injury by going good on good in practice. So that would be my that would be my guess on that. But Joe, I, th- I guess- think you see a lot of teams do that in in, a, in all sports. I have a couple things here. Uh, Johnny Sausage says Joe doesn't get it. Now, Joe, I want to caution you because we are having a calm, peaceful, kind day today. We're going to keep that up, if possible. I don't get a lot of things, so I'm I'm okay with that. Would someone please enlighten Joe that the problem with the Hogs has nothing to do with practice translating the game? The problem is clearly the team spends way too much time on their hair, nails, and post-play celebrations. It's so obvious. Okay. Well, he classified Johnny Sausage. Class his his name fits him, so I'll just leave it at that. He's a meathead. <laughs> I mean, that's someone poking the bear right there. That's someone just messing with Justin. Rusty I like says, it though. If he's poking, if he's poking the bear, and messing yeah. with Justin. Yeah, I take it back. Everything I said to you. Oh, <laughs> take back everything. Serenity now. Rusty says it's obvious the days that J.W. takes his meds. Yes, well, he, he does have his kind moments. Uh, this is on our Southern Structural Solutions text line, Joe. How many of the transfers came from winning programs? I know Mark mm, came from one. He yeah. has transferred, in, or transferred or become our best player. I think a lot of these players transferred from a losing culture, and it's come over. Joe? Um, I know Louisville... Um, Temple, Temple, Missouri. When Brazil, they were not good when he when he came. Uh, yeah, there, there's some truth Cincinnati? to that. Cincinnati. Yeah, I mean Cincinnati. Cincinnati, Washington. Yeah, I mean they I mean you can't argue that point. Uh, I don't. I don't buy. I, I just. I don't buy in. I mean, I, I think that's some of it. I mean, there is a, there is truth to the fact. I mean, I mean. But I, I just I don't think if you're part of a losing program you're a loser. I think right. what it does do though is that when you're evaluating people and you're going oh he averaged 19 points a game. The thing you always have to understand is bad teams always have a leading score. Somebody's <laughs> got to shoot it. You know bad bad football teams have quarterbacks that throw touchdown passes because right. they have to. So I mean so I think that's where you're. You get skewed a little bit. It's like, man, this guy can really score. Man, this guy can do this. Man, this guy can do that. Well, you know, all teams have to have those aspects of it, and so, yeah, you know, you that 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 is what can get skewed. I think more so than they're just not as good as you think they are, as, as Joe, opposed to being losers. You know, two quick ones here. I want to get to coach. Uh, this guy says from the eight seven zero. Do you think Brazil's knee is a hundred percent? Yes or no? Yes. Okay. Uh, this guy says, does Big Joe feel like NIL played a role in the retirement of Nick Saban and Coach Kelly and why? Maybe not Coach K. Oh, Coach <laughs> K, you mean Coach Krzyzewski. Yes. Ah, I always think Coach K is the one I that's think, with us. I think, Thanks, Justin. I think the portal. That's nice thing I ever said to you. I mean, I don't think they, they go, but kind of hand in hand, the NIL and the portal, the movement. I think the movement of players, which a lot of times is due to the fact that there's money here and there's money there, but I think the fact the the lack of loyalty or stick-nutiveness from players to stick it out and and fight and and you know if they don't get if it doesn't go their way right away they bolt. I think that had a lot more to do, but I think you know NIL has something to do with that. I mean because if somebody's saying come here and you know it's like it's like somebody was saying well why would Tremont Mark leave Houston. They went to the Final Four. They're going to be a great team. And I said, well, money could have played a part of it. I mean, it, it you know, it shot. Well, let me let me ask this question. So, go back go back ten years ago, fifteen, twenty, it didn't matter. <clears throat> Before NIL, and some kids go to college, and the only way they were going was on a scholarship. Yeah. Say they're going on a basketball scholarship. Could they go whenever they wanted? Because maybe they didn't have money or just want to be great. Could they go and just shoot? Go down to the gym by themselves and just shoot. Could they do that? Yeah. Well, maybe part of the problem is now they have money, and you got, I can go down and shoot for a couple hours, or I can go do yeah. whatever I want because I've got some money. You know, that might oh, play yeah. a part in, in some of it, too, because I know for me it would have. Like, I was poor when I was growing up. I didn't think to do. I'd just go run, work out, whatever. But if I'd had a little bit of money and been able to go have Movie, a good time, yeah, out, yeah, whatever. I mean, yeah, go whatever. Shopping. Yeah, go the mall. I, I might have, I would have spent, I would have spent less time in the gym. No, it's no doubt. Absolutely. So, 
Kevin Kelly dominated high school football in Arkansas, winning nine state titles in 18 years at Pulaski Academy. He's now turning his attention to dominating the airwaves on the zone. He's brought to you by the Little Rock Athletic Club, who's currently building a state-of-the-art indoor pickleball facility. Little Rock Athletic Club. No contracts and save 30% off joining fees. Hi, Coach. <laughs> I'm enjoying watching Wes work the big board. Yeah, we all are. Do I look more oh. professional? You look very... Do you, you do, you do. Because I always think Justin's the only professional here because mm-hmm. he's working the big board. <laughs> yeah. And now I know you're a professional. Too. Well, now, and it, now it shows that Justin would act like he was doing something... Yeah. Really, really difficult, and now it's proven because if Wes can do it, it can't be oh, Joe. Anybody can do it. Here's the deal. Uh, as the as the as the I was trying to get a compliment Wes. in there, but that that didn't Joe's kind of a, work Joe's out. Joe's on a little roll today. <laughs> We've got yeah, meatheads. Didn't come out the way I planned. <laughs> I got a couple. I got a couple choice words for Joe. Since I'm a couple states away, but listen, here's the deal. Uh, as as the great Bill Vickery once said, uh, Reese's monkey could run the thing. Okay, it ain't that hard. <laughs> Let's keep it real. Secondly, this is the only way to get Wes off his. Damn phone! So it is nice to see him doing some work for a change. He's engaged. It's good to have you. Anyway, uh, Coach, what's up? How are you? Doing great. Uh, yesterday, I went through about 400 different things on Twitter, and there was uh, about 274 of them had to do with people hating on Brock Purdy and people sticking up for him. Is he deserving of the hate that he's gotten, or the criticism, or is it uh, poorly placed? <sighs> Maybe a little bit of both, and what I mean is, yeah, they they shouldn't be hating on the guy, but but he is a, I mean, he's a product of a of a a very good, talented system, but but so are all quarterbacks. I mean, look at Mahomes this year; he struggled without, you know, some of the same good receivers he's had in the past. And you're you're going to be a little better if you're surrounded by good people. And and Purdy is in a good system; he's taken full advantage of it. I think we got to see what really that was all about when they were missing Trent Williams for a three-game stretch and Debo for a couple of games, and they lost three in a row or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know that's going to that affected him. I don't think he's a Lamar Jackson. I don't think he's a Patrick he's Mahomes. That. He's nowhere near that. I'm not saying he's not going to be, but they're not asking him to be, and he's got extra time because of the way they run their offense and play action and all that. But at the same time, you know they've not had anybody. Look at Garoppolo. Because of the the way that they play their game, they are rarely asked to play from behind, and they're rarely asked to throw the ball when they don't have to throw the ball, when they could be running it. But if you're behind, you've got to throw the football. He was able to do that. I like the guy. I wouldn't. He competes. I wouldn't. Yeah, he's a great person. He competes. He he does whatever he has to do. But I mean, I wouldn't pick him to be my franchise quarterback. I don't think he's in the top ten best quarterbacks in the NFL right now. If you could put them all in the mm-hmm. hypothetical same situation. Okay, interesting. Now to say he's not Mahomes and not uh, Lamar Jackson, that's fair. But that's like saying, like we were talking earlier, that's like saying you're not Giannis Antetokounmpo. That doesn't make no. You but a bad some people are saying the reason I say that some people are saying that Justin because he was the MVP leader in odds for half the season. And so if you're going to put him in that category, he was. I mean, Vegas odds, the guy was leading for a long time. Look, C.J. Stroud had a better, you know, I mean, a better, incredible rookie season, but I didn't put him in the MVP conversation just because. No, and I didn't either, but I'm just saying Las Vegas did. Yeah, well, that's fine. the numbers he was putting up. I'm talking about logical thinkers who understand football at a deep level like you do. I don't understand the hatred. My thing is he's just got his toe in the water. He's not got a body of work. That is worth looking at, and I, I mean, or, or is 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 indicative of what's going to be. I mean, it's way too early to judge to me. And the other thing is too, like you've had a lot of great quarterbacks that thrived in your system, and then went elsewhere and also did well. So that's it. Like look at Freddie Knight. I mean, he was a very good college quarterback. He did well in your system. I mean, look at Lane. Did really well in college. Like you know, those guys. Spencer, Spencer but, Keith went and led Kent State to the highest ranking they'd ever had. And there you go. But you probably had some guys that, that fizzled out. But to me, again, sure. I, I don't like the I don't like the concept of assistant quarterback. Do I think Shanahan's a great offensive coach? Yes. Is he surrounded by great weapons? Yeah. But most successful guys are. Like you know, I saw somebody talking the other day. It's like nobody crapped on on Joe Montana because he had the best receiver right. of all time, right. an All Pro tight end, and he also had a really really good running back. Uh, you know, in, in um, Roger Craig. Name? Roger Craig, thank you. So, I don't know. I, and John Taylor wasn't too too shabby. John Taylor, last yeah, wasn't bad either. How about Troy Aikman? You know, with Emmett, Michael, yeah, and the big three there. Uh, yeah, and, and the best offensive line in football. And, and yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, great players. No, great yeah, quarterbacks usually are surrounded true, by great players. The ones that manage to stay there every year no matter what, which Mahomes has. I mean, he's in the AFC Championship game for six straight years, and I'm not a big Mahomes fan, but he's darn good. You can't – I don't care what talent you've got. To go to that for six straight years, mm-hmm. you've proven something, and you look at Brady. How about the stat? Brady or Mahomes have been in the championship mm-hmm. game for the last 13 years. Yeah. One of the two of them. Same. Oh, for because the, Burrow beat for the for Brady to go straight, to the Super Bowl? Huh, yeah, yeah, but they've been beat in the, Mahomes. they they, they beat, were beat Mahomes. They were in the AFC Championship game oh. for the last 13 years, either Brady or Mahomes wow. won. Which is crazy it because is. Brady hadn't even been in the thing for the la- in the AFC for 3 years. Yeah, right. I looked it up at one point because people were jumping on Dak because he hasn't won a Super Bowl since right. he's been the quarterback and I was like it was the same stat. Either Mahomes or Brady have won the Super Bowl, except for guy. What was it, guys? Like two or three other quarterbacks. Yeah. And one of the quarterbacks had already retired, and then and, and the other was Stafford. Stafford. Yeah. And I'm like, so you're right. saying everybody else in the NFL is not any good because they haven't won a Super Bowl, except for Brady or for Mahomes. This, no. this is the John Stockton, Carl Malone effect, right? Like, how many how many rings have those guys have gotten if? Michael Jordan wasn't happened to be playing in their same era, you know? Well, yeah. possibly two because they only lost to him twice. Okay, fair point. But I'm saying they would have at least gotten one, okay? But my point is, I mean, again, you you're, you're, you don't want to be against the greatest of all time. This is, look, Mahomes is going to be in the conversation for one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. Certainly one of the most successful quarterbacks of all time already with the, the how many, is it five or six straight trips to the AFC? Six. Six. Okay. <clears throat> how do you know, Joe? Because he's a badass. He sure is. <laughs> but, but, but I feel I feel bad. I do feel a little, and not bad. I mean, they're making a good living and all that. But those guys, once you've got the money, they just want to win one, right? And you feel bad because I remember coaches telling me, like, when we had a really good run at PA, they're like, this is the best team I've ever had, and I got stuck playing y'all. Yeah. You know, yeah. and, and yeah. you feel for them because they had a really good team, but we were just playing real, we were playing well and that kind of stuff. So you feel bad for those guys. And, and some of those guys, if you're in the Burrow era right now, you're just hoping you can outlast Mahomes. I mean, you know, you're yeah. just and, and, and because because that's what you're going to be facing every year to even get to the Josh Super Bowl. Allen. To even get to the Super yes. Bowl, that's what Josh Allen's facing yeah. right now. The, They've the gone three and zero in the last three regular season games against them, and they can't beat them in the playoffs. Yeah. The other part of that is, you know, I want to talk about that too because we discussed this. Is the quarterback always? We talk about this all the time. Get too much blame and too much credit, but you can play great as a quarterback and still lose. I mean, Josh Allen certainly has proven that when Mahomes is involved. How much of the loss the other day do you put on him? How much of that was his failure to perform because he's going to get tagged with this thing? I, 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 I zero, zero of it on Josh Allen. I agree. That okay. was coaching 101. And I always, at the NFL level, you know, I, I, I tend to blame coaches all the time anyway. I think their job is to find a way to get their play, to give us a game plan that their guys are capable of executing and get them to execute it. In the NFL, a little bit different, but I'll say this. There were so many mistakes they made and decisions that they did poorly uh, that I thought were just incredibly contributory to that loss. Josh Allen, they're all worried about he's throwing interceptions and doing this and that. He, he, He fumbled once. They didn't lose it. And he didn't throw an interception. And everybody's like, why didn't he throw the crossing route? Because the post route with the first play back from two minutes was wide open, and he didn't know that his tackle was going to get bull rushed back mm-hmm. into Stepped him. On his foot. Yeah, and you don't throw a crossing route if you've got a wide open touchdown. Shakur was three. Shakur was three Close. steps behind the closest guy, and so I, I don't blame that on him. As a matter of fact, I say it's just the opposite. If they don't have him in that game, it's not even a game. Mm-hmm. No, absolutely. They they wouldn't they wouldn't be in the in the playoffs. No, you're right. They had to win like five straight, right. just to have a chance to get there. Yeah, what what did he account for? Fifty touchdowns this year? Fifty three. Yeah, it's insane. It's a lot of pretty good. You tell me, Joe. What was that? What? He's pretty good. You tell me. Oh, he's freaking second best quarterback in the in the league. <laughs> well, Lamar, Lamar Lamar's first. He's second. It's my home third. You're killing me. <laughs> You're going to see it this week, Joe. We'll see. It's heard, funny a lot of, heard, a, heard a lot of that last week. Here's the thing. You know, Why are you looking defense, at me? The Bills defense didn't have half their guys. They had Still. two healthy linebackers Still. on the squad. Still. Yeah, they're about to play a team this year. They're about to hey, play a defense all this year, week. All year, we've been playing with – we lost both our tackles. Both of them. 
Oh, I'm not saying they're not good. I'm both just saying you're going to play we a defense. Lost both of our you're playing a real tackles. live defense this week. A real number okay. one defense. All right. Number one. This is perfect because you got Lamar Jackson against the number two defense, and you got Patrick Mahomes against the number one that's, defense. That's why I think we have a chance. Our, oh, no doubt. Our, our, chance. our defense. Oh, for sure. yeah. Our defense is good. They are you're good. Right. Gonna ride the D, Joe. Is that, is that the been day? riding, the, been riding them all year. <laughs> riding what, hey, Joe? Joe, what Joe. you been riding? Here's the thing. Riding Again, go back to the Jordan thing. Like I could have given Jordan the MVP every year he played the league, right? But they didn't like just to break it up. They didn't just to break it up. So it's same thing this year, right? Like if you're starting a team, you don't want you're taking Mahomes over Lamar, right? Even though Lamar may deserve the MVP, you're still taking Mahomes first. Depends right? on who my coordinator is. Uh, it's, okay. it's a no-brainer. It's you. You're the coordinator. Who are you taking? He would take Lamar because he hates Mahomes. I'm t- no, I would take my I would take Mahomes if it was me. Okay. If it was Thank me, you. I think he's a I better. Too. I think yeah. he's. I, I, I think he's a better passer. No, no qu- there's no question. Purdy. He's a better passer. You take Brock Purdy. You would not <laughs> take Brock Purdy. <laughs> I take Josh Goff before Brock Purdy. I, I'll be honest. Josh Goff. Yeah. Who's that? Josh. Jared, Jared Goff. Goff. My, bad. Jared Goff. Old, my bad. My bad. Old, that's Jared's. I, I that's that Jared's older brother. He was really, <laughs> really good. He's really good. Good. good in J High. Josh used to be SID Old Josh. UCA. I do that all the time. I'm so dumb. I'm, I know Josh. I don't know Jared. What are you going from me? Anyway, Josh got a good arm, though. Makes good decisions. Anyway, Joe, uh, appreciate you. Thank you, guys. Uh, are you leaving? Yeah, I got to go. I'm a, he leaves oh, at man. 11.30 every week. Not yes. when you're not here. Oh, he brought your lunch. What do you care? Oh, you Justin's not coming in? I'll stay one more second. <laughs> oh! <laughs> He's got a good-looking Celtics uh, sweaty on today. Yeah, I'm looking at the video. I see you guys in there. That's fine. Anyway, we'll be back in a second. Or maybe we won't. I don't know. Whatever Joe wants to do, I guess. No, I'll be back. Can we... Listen for birthday trivia in the zone brought to you by Elias Mexican Grill. Elias has a party room available for large groups with a buffet option. Elias Mexican Grill in Moralton. Sports Center. Busy night last night in college basketball in the top 25. South Carolina downs number six Kentucky 79 to 62 to get to 16 and three overall. 20 points for Taylor Cooper on the evening. Unranked Texas beats Oklahoma's ranked number 11 75 to 60 on the road. Number four Houston beats number 21 BYU 75 to 68. Number 17 Creighton beats Xavier 85 to 78. Duke beats Louisville 83 to 69. And Michigan gets hammered by number two. Purdue, 99 to 67. I'm Josh Neighbors for the Buzz Radio Network. Pickleball, one of the fastest growing games across the country. The Little Rock Athletic Club is opening a new state-of-the-art indoor pickleball facility next month. Play pickleball indoors and be free from the heat, cold, wind, sun, rain, and insects. Pickleball at the Little Rock Athletic Club has observation and lounge areas, flat screens, and it's a family-friendly facility. Join the Little Rock Athletic Club today and save 30% off joining fees with no monthly contracts. LRAC.com for more information. That's LRAC.com. Well, we wrapped up 2023. Now you got to start making those goals for 2024. How about starting with ending your joint pain? Hey everybody, it's RJ Hawk. Don't go another year compromising because of that joint pain in your knees, your back, or your shoulders, or maybe from an old injury. You need to call QC Kinetics now. They are the nation's leader in regenerative non-surgical pain relief. And you heard me right, non-surgical. They don't do drugs. They don't do surgery. And the best part, there's no downtime. Your body has exactly what you need to restore and repair that damaged joint tissue. The future of pain medicine has arrived, and QC Connects has thousands of Central Arkansas patients that are loving getting their life back. This is not a Band-Aid. This is a revolutionary treatment that can get you moving again, get your life back, and listen, there's no surgery involved. Call QC Connects today for a free consultation. 501-222-8440. 501-222-8440. That's 501 501- one two 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 eighty four forty. After I drop the kids off, I have to run across town for a meeting, hit the gym during lunch. Jake has soccer tonight, and Emily has gymnastics. Oh, did I turn on the crock pot this morning? 
<laughs> with a never-ending to-do list. It's easy to forget something important, like setting up a life insurance plan with Shelter Insurance. Your local shelter agent can show you how to create a safety net for your family. Shelter Life Insurance Company, Columbia, Missouri. See shelter agent Dan Cook in North Little Rock, Becky Bradley in Sherwood, or Angie Collins in Heber Springs today. Come on, man. Welcome back to the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio. Give us a call at 661-1037. Now, back to the zone on the Buzz Radio Network. Don't call it a comeback. I've been here for years. Big O Tires right now has got a good deal for you. $100 off select set of tires. Of Big O Tires. Go to the website, bigotires.com slash deals to see all the monthly deals. Great selection of tires. All the name brand tires, plus they have the big O tire, and they do more than just tires. They'll work on your vehicle. If there's something wrong, they'll get on top of it and get it fixed for you. Big O tires, something as simple as an oil change. They can do that. They do a lot more than just tires at Big O tires. Two locations, Cabot and Conway. In Conway, they're on Hark Rider. In Cabot, it's Prospect Court. Go see our friends at Big O tires, the team we trust. One, I do a pretty good job of avoiding it unless my mom is sending me links. That, hey, did you see what this person said? And I'm like, Mom, I don't. I'm trying not to see that stuff, but thank you so much. Um, you know, Brock's fantastic. He's been consistent every single time, every single day I see him. He's wonderful. Um, I don't know if he listens to the noise. I don't know if he reads it. I don't know if his parents send the stuff. He doesn't act like it. He just seems pretty straightforward and straight ahead. You know, actually, like, this past game, I know it didn't go the exact way everyone thought the 49ers were going to play. It wasn't our best football by any means until you get to the fourth quarter and then our offense, our defense, and our special teams are clicking when, hey, it matters most. And, you know, hopefully that just rolls into the next game because, you know, we found our rhythm there. But, uh, you know, Brock played really well when he had to. And there are also moments of the game where, you know, Brock kind of expressed himself to our players. You know, we had an MA somewhere and he's yelling at somebody. I'm like, that's what I need, Brock. I need you to yell at somebody. Is that first time? Not first time, but, like, whenever he gets, like, something happens like that where he gets to express himself, like, there's a switch that flips. And the second after that, he was cooking. And so I was like, ah, I'm not worried at all. Brock's on it. I'm good. I love that second-year player holding people accountable. That's what you want out of your quarterback. Not always the easiest position. Did you say second-year player? <laughs> second time in the NFC Championship? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ah. He stinks, you know, that's, dude. I that's what everybody. That's what everybody does in their their first two years, right? They just take teams that NFC Championship games. It makes yeah, no, that's totally fine. It makes no sense, George. We are. I am baffled by it all. That is the Pat McAfee show. If you couldn't tell, uh, George Krieger Kittle talking up his quarterback. That's an Iowa guy talking about an Iowa State guy too, guys. So you know it's not easy for him to praise him as much as you think he would as a teammate. But that is good stuff right there. So, Coach Kelly, let me ask you, Joe Klein. Feel free to jump in in case you have something to offer here, other than lunch for Wes and Christian and HB. Um, coach, what does Detroit need to do to win on the road this week? Well, they're they're doing the best thing they need to do without even knowing they're doing it. I don't know if you remember the Ravens-Frisco game when we were talking about it. Oh, yeah, no dime defense. No dime defense. Guess who plays the third least in the whole NFL? The Lions. The Lions. Hmm. It's the perfect matchup. Now, their secondary is not good, yeah. but they match up well with that defense that San Francisco is 23rd in the NFL against that that uh, no-dime defense. And the Lions run at the third most of anybody in the league. The Lions also have the third best defense in the NFL against the, the run, run when yards, right. uh, yards per right. carry. Now those kind of go hand-in-hand. Hand. If, you, if you take yeah. out linebackers and put in D-backs to make a dime, they're not as good against the run. And uh, that's one reason why they're number one. They just refuse to play dime and say, you're going to throw it to beat us. You're not going to control the ball in the game and the clock. Hmm. And, uh, and, and that works out against teams like San Francisco. So really, it's the perfect opportunity. If anybody had a chance, it would have been first Baltimore to beat them, which they did. Uh, Detroit, I think, would have the second best chance, and Green Bay would have the third best chance mm. because of that. What we talked about mm-hmm. playing that dime defense, and Green Bay played them pretty well. Missed a field goal at the end yep. to tie it up, and and uh, cost me fifty dollars to Justin. Mm. I'll proudly say on the air, I was close to winning a bunch, though, right, Justin? You were two fifty. I, I was going to let you out of it, and you, like a man, took it. And I was, uh, I offered to let you out, and then you offered me an out, and I didn't take that either. So we took it to the bitter end, and turned out to make the game way, way more compelling <laughs> yeah, it than it would have been. Um, let me ask you about uh, some some odds here, because we're going to get into some of this on Oakland Game Day, Coach. And I know you look at betting trends too, or opportunities, I guess you would look at them as. And uh, I was looking at over unders on passing attempts and completions and things of that nature. 
I guess it, a lot of it's going to depend on, A, who you like to win the game, and, B, how many passes you think they're going to have to throw playing from behind or if they're out in front. Purdy's passing attempts, no, completions, is 20-and-a-half, and his yardage is 272-and-a-half. What do you think happens in this game? Is that Are those good numbers? Well, first you have to think like you have to think like the guys that set the lines if you're going to play these things. And okay. and when you get to this late in the season, people that don't even play sport, you know, play games are playing games because mm-hmm. they want to watch it. And so they inflate it to what do you think the public normally plays? Over. Overs or under? They play Over. overs all the time. And I read a thing not too long ago that said right now in the NFL, of all prop bets they put out there, seventy eight percent of them go under. Hmm. Of all of them, if you just played wow. them blindly, you would win seventy eight percent of the unders. That's but good. what does everybody do? They find overs to play. Mm-hmm. So you got to remember the numbers inflated a little bit. Uh, you, you for for Purdy to hit that, in my opinion, they would have to get behind. Yeah. And I don't know that they're going to get far enough behind. And they'd have to be more than one score behind. Yeah. Because if they're just one score behind, they're going to run the ball, set up the play action, do what they do. And he doesn't throw a ton of sideways passes, you know, for lack of a better way to put it. A little screen pass. He'll throw one or yeah. two a game. So he's not inflating his completions with that. That's why it's so low. But I would never play. I mean, he may go over, but I wouldn't play it over. I think it's a bad bet. What about Jackson Mahomes? So Jackson's yardage is 209.5. Mahomes is 243.5. And Patrick, I thought, easy over. But he threw for 215 against Buffalo and 262 against Miami. Admittedly, not ideal conditions in the Miami game. And Buffalo, we know about <laughs> Buffalo, but uh, still able to, to do good things there. His average this year was 245.5. So all he has to do is get his average, but can he do it against the defense of the Ravens? Well, number one, you're looking at the number one defense in the league. And they're going to put pressure on him. He's going to have to throw the ball away. Now, his attempts might be over. I don't feel good about his completions or his yards. Because you look to, and if, if you look at Andy Reid in the history of his runs, he loves to run the ball when it gets later in the year. And Pacheco's pretty good, mm-hmm. and he's running the ball well, and they don't trust their receivers, so they've got to set them up for different situations. So, you know, they're just running the ball a lot more than they ever have. And that shows. So I, I think if you're gonna, if I'm gonna play it, I'm not gonna play the over. I'm gonna play the under on that too. And the only hope is you hope they get behind and have to throw the football. If you don't care who wins or loses, you want him to get behind so he's got to throw. And I don't see that happening either. I see a pretty close game throughout. Okay, so who do you like in these two games, especially the AFC since Joe is there? And I know that you're gonna pick the Ravens. <laughs> I, I am. The, the Ravens are gonna win the game. I just don't think I don't think there's any question about it, and I know that sounds crazy, but you have no, to get no, me on no. it. Next I mean, I just think they're they're deep. If I had to put money on it, if I was betting, I would not. I would I would bet the Ravens. And, and, and let's be honest, the Ravens receivers aren't that great either. I mean, they've got Zay Flowers. Like he didn't Zay. even he didn't have a thousand yards. No, you know, and the, but he's the, a young uh, guy. He's coming on. OBJ catches two point seven yeah. passes a game. You know, I mean, so he's not, they're not throwing to him. Their best tight end, one of the best in the league, Heard. is Andrews is out. Is he Mark out? Andrews is, uh, oh, well, he might be back this yeah, week. He won't be but he's been out for eight weeks. Yeah. And then they're playing Isaiah Likely, who had a great career with yeah. Coastal Carolina. And he's stepped up and done. Likely's the guy who tore up A State. Yeah. Remember, Acre, you and I were there. We're like, who is this guy? I forgot tight, about that. Yeah, he's good. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, he had like four touchdowns or something. Yeah, like no, he's a he's a he was a monster. He's a great pilot. looking dude with his shirt off. I'll tell you what, he was running around. Well, oh, he's not. Pre-game he, and Wes and I are like, dear lord. The, the, the problem, were, the problem for the down. the reason they have to <laughs> use up. it. Obviously, they have to use it because Andrews is out. But he's not a great blocking tight end. Andrews can block and run routes and catch. He's not what they would call a three down tight end, which you don't. But they're having to play him on yeah. a lot of downs. We mix up the personnel, but but I, I I just think I think Baltimore's defense is better suited. To this than than uh, than Kansas City's Kansas City's defense is very very vulnerable against the run. Okay, Great pass defense, best in the league. But they're against the run. They give up a lot of yards per carry. They're way down the Can list. Can they there. load the box and play man on the back end and make him beat them? No. Okay. I had a question uh, about that Kansas City defense because I saw him playing some man-to-man last week against Buffalo, and you saw Josh Allen take advantage by taking off and running. Well, we know Lamar likes to run. How often do the Chiefs play man-to-man? Uh, and if they, well, how often do they play man-to-man? Now, you, now you're getting into really cool stuff. And the reason I say that is because they love the Chiefs love to blitz. I mean, everybody knows he likes to blitz, and I'm all for that. I think people should blitz more. Every quarterback in the league is worse when they're blitzed. And, but it does, you do have to play a lot of man, and when you do that, when the quarterback runs, the D-backs have all got their backs turned, and he can run for a long ways. That's when you have big runs. 
So they've got to pick and choose their times, but not only that, they've got to disguise it really well. So what you'll see the Chiefs do is walk up six or seven guys on the line of scrimmage and make it look like they're blitzing all the time, and half the time they'll bail them out of there quick just so they hope he can't figure out when they're blitzing. And they start doing that in the second half against a Buffalo, and that changed the game. Mm-hmm. Is he too fast to spy? It'll help to spy him. I would spy him, but yes, he's too fast to spy. What the spy does is make sure he doesn't run up the middle. He will be able to outrun the spy to the outside, but that also means you have to have a gap between your defensive end and your defensive tackle as the DN's running upfield for him to escape sideways. And so, yeah, I, I think he's. I don't think he's too fast to spy. I just think that'll stop him from running up the middle. He had a great long run last week up the middle yep. on a scramble. That stops that. Mm-hmm. So, and if nothing else, or at least take the middle of the field away from him. You want to take a call from Rebecca? Yeah, let's do it. Yes. We'll, we'll, we can talk about the NFC game on the other side of the break. Okay. Rebecca, what's up? Coach <laughs> Kelly, I'm surprised at you. you. I get that we played team that was down half their defense but you as a coach know you tell your players okay this one's hurt next man up next man up I don't care if my team was playing the backup to the backup to the backup it's a next man up the next man up attitude and we still beat them whether their defense was decimated or not yes I know we're playing the best team we've faced all year but we still beat Buffalo when people said we couldn't they wanted us to have a road game they wanted us in their house they got us they got what they asked for the only thing they didn't ask for was to be beaten at home you should know next man up it doesn't matter it does not matter if their defense was hurt. We still beat who they put on the field. Well, I'm not. Wait, I'm wait, not hold on. Yeah! I'm not. They did. It's not like they only played with six players. They did have the next man up. Uh, no. It's just not very good. Yeah, the next man up. I mean, they had a guy that three weeks ago was, was packing his crap up and moving his houses because he didn't have a job and didn't have anything to do, and his wife wanted to move, and this guy could throw this guy out at linebacker. I'm not saying that my mentality is not next man up. That's what you think. A lot easier said than done. Let Mahomes go down and let's lose the next man up thing and see how that works the out The Chiefs are playing with a third-string safety. Were they crying about Josh Allen running around and hey, throwing look, it on him? Look, I, I, I was next man up for most of my career, and I can promise you when Robert Parrish wasn't playing or when <laughs> a lot of these cats weren't playing – but they they were happy they had a next man up, but they wish they had the that man, man up. up. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm not saying they didn't deserve to win. They went in there and beat their butt. And I was butt. good, but I wasn't as good. Yeah, the Chiefs went in and beat their butt on their home field. No doubt. They did it. They deserved to win. They did that. I'm just saying, I don't care what anybody says. And I'm the same way. If I have, we have a guy out, I just look and say, next man up, I expect us to all pitch in and be just the same. But it's not that way. That's not that. Especially in the NFL where it is that, that guy, that, that their middle linebacker, calls all their defenses, checks all their coverages, checks all their fronts when he sees a different formation. To teach a guy to do that is no, really it, difficult. To like, do. It like, just made it easier for Kansas love, City to win. I love Rebecca's passion. I love her, but, I love but, passion. But, it, but it's like we lost receivers for two or three years because they went other places because they could get more money. And we had a next man up for those guys, too. How'd that work out? Was, well, they're winning. They're winning, but... but they're not was throwing a, to those guys anymore. It was a lot easier. Yeah, when, it was when, a whole lot easier. <laughs> it was a whole it lot does, easier when old Hill was You know was what? That, that's the point that I've always said to our team. I've always said, we want you to be next man up. But the big thing is this. When we've got that guy, it allows us more room for error. It allows Buffalo more room for error when they've got him. But the Chiefs beat their butt. Don't get me wrong. Well, and it, and it makes it easier. It's like when I played, when I, when I played with Sacramento... And then when I played with Bird, I was a lot. I was open a lot more. Yeah, and yeah. I was a lot easier to make I those could shots. I yeah. frolic around the lane because they were all worried about Bird, Mikhail, Paris. Were they right in guarding Bird instead of you? Absolutely. Okay. This <laughs> could be a great weekend at Oakline. Horses will be back and running. Maybe a little muddy, but they're going to be out there, and that's better than it was last weekend. Head on down to Oakline. Make it a weekend at Oakline. Oakline.com, book your reservation in the hotel. You can also book your tickets. You can also make reservations for the restaurants. Mainline Sports Bar, great place to watch the game, bet on the games, good food, good times there. Oakline in Hot Springs, make it a weekend down in Hot Springs. That's how long I've been on you.
Bucks are back. At the 34th Annual Reliance Bank Arkansas Big Buck Classic presented by Oaklawn, January 26th through 28th at the State Fairgrounds. You could win a lifetime hunting license, a Browning A-Bolt rifle, or a $1,000 gift card from Hunter's Refuge. The Taka Hunting Gear Game and Fish Foundation Free Kid Zone, including a trout pond, hoverball, buana gym, and more. Hunters, bring your antlers for your chance to win a Tracker Off-Road 800SX from Bradford Marine and ATV. Rattlesnakes, chainsaw carving, birds of prey, monster trucks, and the Oaklawn Big Buck Chili Cook-Off. The Reliance Bank Arkansas Big Buck Classic presented by Oaklawn. Tree stands, clothing, RVs, ATVs, UTVs, ammo, and more. Hundreds of vendors with huge discounts. It's a Hall of Fame event and an Arkansas tradition. January 26th through 28th at the State Fairgrounds. Sponsored by Reliance Bank, Oaklawn Hot Springs, Arkansas, Bradford Marine and ATV, Tracker Off-Road, Hunter's Refuge, Remington, Taka Hunting Gear, Outlaw Beer, and 103.7 The Buzz. Visit BigBuckClassic.com and Facebook for more info. The winter of 2024 has come in with a vengeance, but I can help you with staying warm on the inside and the outside. Take exit 108 in Moralton. Go inside to Elia's Mexican Grill. That'll take care of the outside. Then just order something, and that'll take care of the inside. Have you heard that Elia now has a new bean bar that comes with cornbread and is complimentary with your entree? It's fantastic. She's now doing caterings as well for small groups or large corporate gatherings. Happy hour at Elia's is Sunday through Thursday with half-off draft and bottled beer, and they also have a party room for large groups with a buffet option. Elia's Mexican Grill in Moralton. Stacked commercial truck and trailer has five service trucks available providing you on-site service to get you back on the road. If that doesn't do it, Stacked has a new state-of-the-art 13-bay shop for service and repair on all Class A trucks, trailers, RVs, light and medium-duty commercial vehicles, tires, brakes, AC, engine repair, transmissions, differentials, and driveline repair. Stacked commercial truck and trailer repair. Get stacked two miles off 530 exit 34 in Whitehall. Roger Scott, I'm going to talk to you about Sigma Supply packaging products and how they think outside the box. Sigma Supply, they're problem solvers. Now, they've been helping business owners for years with their waste audit analysis program. They're going to come in, they're going to analyze your packaging and shipping, and see if automation is what you need to cut costs. Call or text sales manager David Breitenberg with Sigma Supply, and you can schedule your waste audit analysis. Here's the number, 501-617-4600. Sigma Supply packaging products. If you're not using Sigma Supply, you got low-grade product, man. This is Pat Bradley for Alcoa Community Federal Credit Union in their New Year's Auto Loan Special. Listen close. Offer ends January 31st. 3.99% interest on 22, 23, and 24 models. No payments for 90 days or up to 84 months financing. Don't delay. The Alcoa Community FCU New Year's Auto Loan Special with rates as low as 3.99% ends January 31st. Get pre-approved online at alcoacommunityfcu.org. Serving Celine, Grant, Garland, Hot Spring, and Perry Counties. You're listening to the best midday sports talk show in all of Arkansas. You're in the zone with Justin Acre and Westmore. Coming to you live from the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio on the Buzz Radio Network. Bank Arkansas Big Buck Classic presented by our friends at Oakland. Tommy Ferguson's coming in studio to kick it with us at 1230. We do have a What the Hell segment today. Coach Kelly, you're welcome. And uh, Kevin Kelly in studio. Thanks to the Little Rock Athletic Club. We appreciate them very, very much. And also, we bid adieu to Joe Klein. Go see him at Corky's today. Coach, NFC, give it to me. Break it down. What's going to happen and why? Man, I, I I love both these games. I'm probably and that's probably why they put this one second. I think everybody might be looking forward to that. The Lions are the story, right? You know, they're not too far removed from an 0-16 year. Dan Campbell, I I got hooked on Dan Campbell videos this week, and just <laughs> one night just started looking up Dan Campbell videos, and I wanted to conquer the world. And uh, and I think that's what he does for his team in practice before they walk out to get them to be at their best in practice, and they've gotten better and better all year long. They're str- I mean, they don't have the best they don't have the best defense in the world, but they've 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 decided what are we going to be? We're going to be run stoppers and make somebody throw over the top. Maybe make uh, Hutchison give him a chance to rush the quarterback a little bit. And they play the perfect defense as far as on the front end. They play the perfect defense to stop what Frisco does. Now, Frisco's got some great players. Debo Samuel's good. I'm assuming he's going to be back because the total went up a point, and usually that's what that means. They know he's going to come back. They're not going to they're not going to raise it if he's out. And then they've got Kittle. They've got some web. I think Brandon Ayuk is one of the best receivers in the NFL. I think he's unsung hero because of all the other stuff. But I love the Lions' thunder and lightning attack with Montgomery and Jamar Gibbs. 
I wish they would go a little more lightning than they do at times because they need to get that kid the ball more. He's really, really good. But uh, Amon St. Brown is one of the best receivers in the league, I think. They run the perfect offense. And, man, they call stuff perfectly for Jared Goff. Uh, Play action, give him a little more time, don't give him too much to do. He's a little bit of the Purdy-type quarterback to me. It's a similar kind of offense as to what they do and ask their quarterbacks to do. I think it's a great matchup, and I think think it's another last possession of the game type thing that decides it. I really do. If Debo, something happens and we get the word he's out, Lions' chances go up tremendously. 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 Because I think as good as Shanahan is, and he might be the best play caller in the league right now, play designer and that kind of stuff. When you take that guy out that does so much, they use him as a decoy. They use him on even on little things. He'll go in jet sweep motion just to draw a linebacker outside, and they'll run in behind him with McCaffrey because they know that linebacker's not there. They have to block mm-hmm. anymore because you can't tell if Debo's getting the ball or not. And so you've got to widen with him. He does so many little things that you just can't – they're not going to pay any attention to. You can put Ray Ray McLeod in there all you want to for him. <laughs> they're not going to pay attention to him the same way, and then you've got to throw it to Ray Ray McLeod, which, you know, he's not going to be the same as Debo. Debo's the best run-after-catch guy, run-after-contact guy in the receiver category. So if he's not there, I think that's a tremendous blow to them. And I would move – I mean, the line's going to be seven because at Frisco it is what it is. It's going to bounce around. But I'm, I'd move the line down to four and a half, maybe four. If, if it's, I think he's worth three points to him. How about the Lions' left guard? He left the game, did not come back. I have not heard anything yet. Yeah. And, and Ragnow got hurt, but he, he battled through it. And after the game, he said he'd be fine. He's going to play in the NFC Championship game. How, how much does that impact your thinking on this game? You know, the, if the center was out, if Ragnow was out, that impacts it way more because he changes the line calls according to the fronts that Frisco comes out with. So basically, if you're if you're a lame if you're a layman, don't understand that completely. If they move the line around, and sometimes a guy's inside the the guard, or sometimes he's on the outside shoulder of the guard, that changes your blocking scheme somewhat, and the center calls that. So when Frank Ragnow missed earlier this season, missed a game. You could tell a huge difference in what they were doing, and uh, uh, but but the guard play is not as important. And the guy they put in, I watched him because I was worried because I, I was pulling for the Lions, and he did a pretty good job. But he's not asked to do as much. By the way, if you're an Arkansas Razorback fan, Frank Ragnow made you proud. Yeah. Talk about toughing it out and being old school of what we want all of our players to be. That guy did it for his team. He could have – nobody would have blamed him for not finishing that football game when he got rolled up on, and he toughed it out and went out there and played extremely well for that last touchdown. All right, entertainment birthdays coming up in the next hour. Tommy Murkison's coming in. We've got more from Coach Kelly. If you want to ask a question, you can send it through our Southern Structural Solutions text line. Throw it at our uh, live fan feedback brought to you by the Gangster Museum of America down in Hot Springs. You can call us at 661-1037. Uh, we've got some tickets to give away to the Big Buck Classic. And that will be uh, during birthday trivia in the next hour. A couple audio clues. So prepare, boys. Prepare. We'll be back. This is Pat Bradley for Brewskies. Get your weekend started with Friday extended happy hour drink specials. The downtown location has two floors of fun with karaoke in the bar and J.J. Wilson, the DJ, playing an open format DJ set with something for everyone down in the basement. North Little Rock location gets karaoke party going 9 p.m. every Friday. Brewskies, you're home for lunch, happy hour, and late night.